0: You're listening to Keep Screaming, a horror podcast from two best friends dissecting horror movies one by one. My name is Ryan Larson.
1: And my name is B Bass. Every two weeks we will bring you a brand new episode where we dissect a slasher film from top to bottom.
0: We will look at the movie as a whole, going over the story, the casting, music choices, go kill by kill, and then rank it on how it succeeds as a slasher film.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Screaming Cast, or by searching Keep Screaming. You can find me at B, not B, that's B-E-E, not B-E-A, and Ryan at Ryan Larson.
0: You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and CastBox, or online at PodPeople.me or KeepScreaming.com.
1: This week, we are dissecting 2008's Prom Night, directed by Nelson McCormick. But first, our pop culture check-in.
0: For new, le- for new listeners, our pop culture check-in is a chance for you to get to know what we've been watching, reading, and consuming outside of our movie this week, as well as life updates. Um, we do not have a pop culture check-in this week. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, we didn't (laughs) consume any pop culture.
1: None whatsoever.
0: No, if you go back to our, um, the episode before this and listen, um... B is very pregnant, and we uh, are trying to record. Double recording. Yeah, we're double recording. So we did, um, I could recap, as B mentioned in the last episode, the hour of WrestleMania that I've been watching in the background, uh, but I will not do that other than tell you guys that... Um, Dave is
1: here.
0: Yeah, Dave Batista's here. I know who he is. Yeah, and B did not even know he was ever a wrestler. No. Um, I just which is that. how some people are with The Rock now.
1: Oh, like, some of my yeah. plays are
0: like, The Rock was a wrestler, and I'm like, why do you think his name is The Rock?
1: I've never thought of that. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh my God. come on. Um, but yeah, I was like, come on, guys. No, his name is DJ. Yeah, I know. That's what they try to call him in Titan Games. So I'm like, yeah. no, no. No, huh. I
1: like it. Mm-hmm. I, it's much more approachable. Yeah, whatever. Poor guy. I know what that feels like when you don't want to be called something anymore, and people still call you that. B? No. Oh. When I... So I... Have always my real name is Brittany, um, but I've never really gone by it. I did when I was younger, like, but my in my family we've always been a nickname family. I don't know if my family's ever called me, but Brittany was a very popular name in the '90s. I'm sure you know very a lot of Britneys that are in their late 20s. Um, it was a super popular name, and I was always always in my school at least one of two think one year there was three Britneys in the class. So I always had to go by Brittany B. Um, one year, there was Brittany B and Brittany P. And that's how we referred to, and that didn't help. That mm-hmm. was also very confusing. I always hated my name for that reason. Um, my middle name is Catherine. I tried going by that in second grade until I realized that there's always another Catherine, too. So thank you, parents. Um, and so I started going by B and, like, eighth grade um like it was always a nickname like bb was a nickname and b was a nickname and then i was just like screw it like that's just what i'm gonna go by i like it better um i don't ever feel like britney blah 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 and then just even at school I was like just call me b just call me b and it took some adjustment from people who had met me as britney to call me something else and even like fam, my mom was like super supportive and like my close family but i had like some other family who'd be like Britney and I'm like oh like I prefer like not to go by that anymore like if you could call me something else um and you know some people are just weird about that and even like my one of my best friends Kate hmm. when I met her she went by Katie
0: oh weird
1: yes yeah, see that seems weird to you she did not go by Kate she went by Katie weird she was Kate I don't like it because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like her no. and so when she, <clears throat> she made the transition one of the reasons she made the transition to Kate is when she started dating her now husband in high school his sister's name yeah. is Katie and that was confusing and she's like well I like Kate you can call me Kate um and so at like 16 she started going by Kate instead of Katie now and there's no scenario in which I would ever call her Katie that doesn't seem like her name
0: very um, few times people have called me Brittany in front of me and or like referred to her as Brittany and I'm like who the fuck are you who talking, are you talking about? about like I don't know who that is
1: no it always really bugs me and that's I think I what used to happen in The Rock because he'd be like oh I mean you can call me like Dwayne or like DJ or whatever um but no matter what people ask me like oh well is that what's that short for when I tell my name's B and I just lie and I say it's short for B because without fail even with like acquaintances or like strangers like if i tell them britney they feel like they can call me that oh yeah and i'm like but you can't that's not my name yeah no no no. i don't go by that like I don't in no world do nobody calls me britney
0: yeah shortening of names is a weird thing so as you just talked about ron ron's name is ron it yeah. is not ronald it's yeah. Ron. And so, like, people all the time, though, like, will call him Ron, And he's, he's like, like, my name's That's mine, not even actually. my name. Yeah. And our, my, so my friend Tommy, his name's not Thomas. It, it is, is Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. And so, like, Mike all the time will be like, listen, Thomas. And he's like, that's not my fucking name. So it's yeah. weird. Names are weird. Yeah. No. And that's
1: why it was really important for me. So when we were picking a name for my son, I mm-hmm. told my husband, it's really important to me that if we were going to call him something, that that's actually what we name him. Um, so we decided to name him after my father-in-law and my father-in-law went by Billy, but his name is William And he went by Bill or Billy Um, and so we're like, oh, well we can name him William and I was like, but do we want to call him William? And uh, we both really liked Liam and i'm like, okay And so my husband's like, well, we'll name him William after my dad, but we'll just call him Liam and i'm like, No I was like, if we are going to call him Liam, his name is going to legally be Liam. Yep. Um, that is very important to me because as somebody who deals with that, um, it's not, it's much more of an issue when you're in school. And I think people are starting to be more, it's more accepting if your name is Thomas and you like to go by Tom. Yeah. But for me, it was always like, oh yeah, I prefer to go by B. And they'd be like, huh? Like... If my name was Beatrice, they wouldn't have a problem with it, but because my name is Brittany and that's not a common nickname for Brittany, they're like, what? What are you doing? I'm like, what does it matter? Yeah, just what I want to be called. Yeah. So I don't know. Names are a thing. No,
0: I do. I do really appreciate that. It's just Liam and William because again, like you said, as soon as someone found out, they'd be like, oh, okay, Will or Willie or Bill or whatever. That's not my That's not my name, exactly. Especially
1: like little kids, they get like teased enough about things. He doesn't need people going like, oh, hey, Will, and he'd be like, what? That's not me. That's not my name. Yeah.
0: Also, Willie, you know, not the best. Like, (laughs) not the best. Yeah. As a kid, you know, like I have adult friend i have an adult friend i went to high school with David. his name is willie and like now it's like not a big deal but, but I'm sure when you're a kid
1: yeah. yeah kids are mean guys
0: oh why is that still this okay um so the movie we are covering so b and i were going to cover um
1: motel hell motel
0: hell and then we got onto amazon to watch it and the picture they have for it is really goofy and we just for some reason were like uh let's save it like we we want to watch it neither of us have seen it
1: um, we just felt in the mood for something just a little bit more
0: modern yeah. and then a little more like our teen scream vibe. Yeah. Um, so we we landed on, because I've been pushing to do Urban Legends 2, but we're saving it for something. I don't know. Um, well,
1: I just felt like we've been, which doesn't help because we're doing it anyways. I was like, well, we've been in really indulging in our favorites and watching a lot of like aughts movies. Right. And I was like, so let's at least save the Urban Legend remix because we've been a little aught-sevy, and then we chose chosen Yeah,
0: so we chose Prom Night from 2008, yes. um, which, you know, like you saying, we were really watching like our favorites. Like, luckily, <laughs> does not apply know, uh, <laughs>
1: I have not, so uh, I saw this movie, I think I figured out that I had seen it in theaters with um, one of our best friends, Derek. Um, When it came out and we walked away like not loving it, like being disappointed in in it and I haven't seen it again. And I we have a local record store that also sells like a ton of like Blu-rays and everything. And I bought it because I saw it there for like four bucks on blue. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm buying this. Um, I haven't watched it since I've, I mean, we had been doing the podcast. So I was like, oh, I'll just save the rewatch from when we do it for the podcast. Um, and I had very little memory of it. Really. My only memory was like a couple of the scenes. At I the literally prom. remembered Britney snow. Yeah. And I remember Britney snow and I remembered like the aesthetics of the prom because I think at that point I was in high school. Yeah. 2008, I was in high school. And so for me, I was like, what, that's not what
0: prom looks like.
1: <laughs> this is a real bougie prom oh yeah um and it's
0: also if you guys are not aware it's prom season right now yes um, it is like april is prom season for most schools uh which is funny because well not funny but like, well planned this movie did come out in april so they did a good job mm-hmm. with that yeah um, april, May. Yeah, so prom. we were like looking at the slasher book and i saw the poster for prom night and i was like oh that's prom season it's prom season yeah. that fits so yeah
1: so we stuck with uh yeah 2008 prom night <sighs> yeah guys this is gonna be a A fun one. Yeah. (laughs) So, Donna's senior prom is supposed to be the best night of her life. After surviving a horrible tragedy, she has finally moved on and is enjoying her last year of high school. Surrounded by her best friends, she should be safe from the horrors of her past. But when the night turns deadly, there's only one person who could be responsible. A man she thought was gone forever. Now, Donna and her friends must find a way to escape the sadistic rampage of an obsessed killer and survive a night to die for.
0: And to die for is in quotes, because obviously, you know, like, it's a night to die for. Uh, so it did come That's a great out. synopsis. It is. That's really solid.
1: Uh, good job. This good time, job really good. Then, Yeah. <laughs> April 11th,
0: 2008, like I'm saying. Happy
1: anniversary. It's. Oh, yeah. 11 years old. What year is it? 2019? It's,
0: it's going to be 11 years old. Um. Had a $20 million budget, made 57.2, barely broke even then. So just a little bit over. Um, isn't super surprising. This is the tail end of, like, definitely, like, the last gasp of the slap. like
1: uh, no. Well,
0: the, it's the tail end of the remakes um, because those were all 06, right?
1: No. It oh, wasn't no, it was right? 09, it so it's the yeah, beginning. Yeah, so it of, was the beginning. So, so it was Halloween. Yeah, I guess you're right, yeah. 2009? So this is kind of the this isn't beginning, beginning of the revival yeah. of the remake, but here's the, the thing. Um the
0: This movie has literally nothing to do with Prom Night other than title alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing else. But, but it is still considered, quote-unquote, a remake. But
1: Which I don't not, know how that's possible. Yeah, it's
0: not at all. Um, there is no similarities to the original other than the title, and it happens at Prom. That's it.
1: Yeah. There's no, like, the story, that kills, like, nothing. absolutely nothing. Yeah. The way the movie's set up. Um, they're completely different films. Because that's why at first, because it had been a while since i have seen it, I was like, we can't do a roommate first. And Ryan's like, they're not related. And I was like, and I watched prom, the original Prom Night recently. And so, like, I pulled up the synopsis. I'm like, yeah, this, no, this is not yeah, what happened. Yeah, very, very,
0: very different.
1: So, um, two separate entities. So, it's kind of like Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, Prom night only by name and has nothing to do with prom night either. But
0: also, that movie is really fun. But I
1: that movie, movie, that movie is really good. It's much better than this one. It
0: has an eight percent. This movie has an eight percent Rotten Tomatoes, thirty eight percent audience score, which is to me high. surprisingly high.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, not like eight percent is fair for this for sure.
0: Absolutely. Uh, general consensus was a dim and predictable remake of an already dull slasher film, which I kind of yes. agree with when you guys get to when we finally get to prom night maybe, maybe we'll do that next maybe my fourth rewatch will be like the time yeah. it clicks with me but yeah. that movie usually yeah oh that'd be fun yeah. to do to move backwards um but it says this prom night fails to be memorable it does and the tagline for the movie is a night to die for um this poster is That's interesting okay. i don't understand what's happening with her head so it's like a her girl's... Crown oh, her crown is falling. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, her her prom well, took me 11 years prep. to realize what was did happening you, here. What, what did you think was happening I, I had no idea. That. I thought oh. it was like
0: some sort of like
1: dress thing. <laughs> I thought it was like maybe
0: like a fancy... I don't know. I
1: So it's like, like her a crown has fallen over her face and covered her eyes. So she has no eyes and she's screaming. And it's got... It's in blue... Like Blue, Grayscale with Prom Night and um, Sarah Red. I mean, very predictable for the time. Um, that is not Brittany Snow. Yep. That is not um, the actress who plays the one who is prom queen. Um, it's nobody in the movie, which you know how much I hate that. Yep. Um, this is just insert model here. They. It's fine. It's generic. Um, it looks like a horror movie so good job
0: yeah i mean like it's honestly like not the worst thing but it just doesn't have anything to do with the movie like no. it, like you said it just like this is a horror movie
1: and also i'm like 90 percent positive that the typeface is an altered garamond which i know they were doing that for a while where they're taking established like typefaces like garamond and then they're alt like this is garamond that they've like fucked with um so they've like made it taller and they've like pulled out the serifs so that they're pointier. Um so they're like ruining the integrity of the typeface, which is something I'm strongly against. Um, nerd font nerd. If you would like to um, have some custom type, just fucking make some custom type. Don't alter. It's like avatar altering papyrus. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> it's 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 papyrus, but that they did a little fuckery with, and they're like, yeah, no, but now it's a logo. No, no. Anyhow, it's fine. It's whatever.
0: James Cameron, you make enough money. Just have someone make a font for you. Um,
1: there were no sequels. There's a really talented font designers out there, you guys. That's a job. Designing type. Yeah, someone it's really has hard to do it. Yeah, I've done it.
0: Um, there are no sequels. Shocker. The sco- yeah. Um, the score was done by Paul Hasl- Haslinger. Um, he's gone on to do a lot of TV shows, like current ones. He did Halt and Catch Fire. He did Fear the Walking Dead. He's done a lot of video games. Resident Evil and Rainbow Six included in those.
1: So, and still like, genre-related, too. Yeah,
0: definitely like genre stuff. Um, and, I mean... It, uh, there were parts, like, he hits the right beats. It's yeah. it's definitely, like, a lot of this movie's soundtrack because they're in the prom so much. Um, so there's, like, a lot of... There was, like, one song I recognized, though. Like, they definitely didn't have the budget to be pulling in, like, big licensed songs, for sure. No,
1: and it did definitely remind me, like, the style for sure. Because, yeah, 2008, I was... Did, is that the year I went to prom? Yes. Yeah, that's the year I went to prom. Um, and so... Uh, I was like, fuck, I'm so glad this is not what's in style anymore, but I remember that's what everybody at prom looked like, was what these girls look like. Oh, yeah. And then also, I was like, oh, remember when Brock was on the radio, and that's what was popular? Because when's the last time you heard Brock on the radio? Almost never. It's all Almost pop. Almost never. It's all hip-hop. hip-hop. Yeah. It's all hip-hop, and then you get, like, a panic at the disco song. Yeah, and then it's like, oh yeah, that's like our rock now. And yeah, I'm like no,
0: that's true. I mean, our rock is things like Imagine Dragons. Yeah, which is not rock
1: music. Yeah, like in the like right
0: the traditional. Where
1: stuff. these movies always remind me, I'm like, oh yeah, rock was like a thing still. Um,
0: yeah. Nelson McCormick directed. He would go on to do the Stepfather remake, which is also another slasher remake. Yes, slasher esh ish.
1: But Ish. that one is actually a legit remake, very close to the original. Yeah, and also a lot more enjoyable. Yes. And he
0: has gone on to do a ton of television. I worked on a couple, um, even one of the 24 Prison Break Criminal Minds, Aquarius. Like, he's done a ton of TV. So he's very successful yeah. um, outside of, like... These were his only two movies, with Stepfather and um, Prom Night. But uh, TV-wise, he's still, like, doing, doing things.
1: Well, and this sounds really weird coming out of my mouth, but when we were having a conversation with Mick Garris, um, who is, you know, worked in the industry forever, and he's mainly working in TV right now, and he's like, yeah, I love it. It's amazing. Like, working on, like, Different sets, and like you come in and you work, and then you get to leave. Yeah, <laughs> and you just get to direct. Yeah, and you um, get to be
0: with like an established crew, yes, People know each other. Yeah, um
1: you know, he was talking about that, and as a like die-hard, like TV is my number one passion for sure, and I love the art of television. Um, I was like, oh my god, that's so nice to hear. That's so cool. So I feel like some people will like look at this and go like, oh, wow. So he, he got two movies. Like
0: basically demoted.
1: Yeah, he got yeah. two movies and then he had to go into directing episodes of 24. I'm like, um, he might actually, like, this probably was his choice. Because he probably made two freaking horror remakes and was like, holy shit, this is so much work. And how much directing did I actually do? And then he gets to go on to these TV shows. So... That's, like, sort of, like, industry perspective that I think more people need to think about when we're, Absolutely,
0: like, judging
1: yes. or looking at careers. And, you know, what's
0: crazy is, like, tons of directors, big-time directors do it. Like, it's not, if you go through and watch The Office and, like, look at the directors for The Office, so many big-time directors just were, like, oh, I'd love to do an episode. Yeah. And so I'd like love to work
1: with those people. Yeah,
0: so it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot more common than you might think. Yeah. Um, J.S. Cardone wrote it, and this was, I had fun finding this, so he also wrote The Stepfather*, but he also wrote The Covenant, oh. which is a movie that B and I Yeah, I really love. like
1: that movie a lot.
0: Um, and it's not a great movie, but we love it, because it's totally, oh. it's, it's just a boy version of The Craft. Yeah, planet. it
1: is. It's, like, hot boy craft, which, like, hello, amazing, um, I'll take either version, and, it was one of those movies I was really scared to watch, like rewatch. And I rewatched it last year, and I was like, "Fuck, it's still good." Yeah, yeah I it's still, still super, really like it. Yeah,
0: still, still like super in line with like what we love. Yes. about like teen supernatural stuff. No,
1: that's awesome.
0: Um, and I made a note too because the original script was by Steven, uh, Steven Susco, who is now just now kind of oh, yes. like go- growing in popularity. He um, he wrote the original Grudge and also the Grudge Two, but he also wrote the Unfriended movie, um, Unfriended Two, uh, Dark Web, which is a very brutal like unforgiving horror movie and it did very well critically but not very well um like um, at the box office but um Sisko, like is definitely a more this movie is hindered by its PG-13 rating I'll I'll give it uh-huh. like, I'll give it that but Cisco's like a very darker like a much darker writer so I would be very interested to see like what and even, um, I was, one of the, like, one of the only trivia bits I pulled was the director was really fascinated by prom in general in America, Nelson McCormick, and he had, like, he did this big study into prom, and his original, like, like, his original idea for the movie was, like, a much smaller, not grand scale, Like, so, more
1: of an American, like... So it
0: would have changed the idea and like the scope of the movie um but j.s cardo when he came into the script he was like no we're doing like this extravagant ball um so it would have been a a much different movie i would be interested to to see see it yeah i would (laughs) really like to see that script the the cast is full of faces you're going to know
1: oh the whole time it's like if you well especially now like maybe at the time like you definitely wouldn't have recognized these but now with 11 years separated you're like oh that's so and so from this and so and so from that and so and so from this which is why I love these movies and that's kind of well maybe it's not disappeared maybe that's what we'll be saying in 10, ten years, years. What probably we re-watch these well we movies. even do things
0: now Ben said it while we were watching this he's like oh I was watching The Office and that's a kid from Teen Wolf and it's yeah. Like, yeah okay and like it definitely it happens it's it is an enjoyable f- every time i watch curse i'm like oh i forgot like milo's in this and Jesse yeah and like all and these, all these people. people yeah
1: it's fun it's nice seeing recognizable faces especially like as a tv fan mm-hmm.
0: um so britney snow's our lead is donna keppel she's most famous now for pitch perfect um she was in john tucker must die she's been in
1: everything a million things yeah, she's that show so american dreams um that was like really what catapulted oh, her yeah, into fame right. um I she was a nip-tuck. <laughs> right, yeah. With oh, yeah. a white supremacist. Oh, yeah, we
0: get the another nip-tuck in here. Yeah. I didn't even include her. There were so many people that have, like, recognizable yeah. things. Um, Scott Porter as Bobby. That's the boyfriend. He Street went on to be Friday Street Night Friday Night Lights. And then he's in Heart of Dixie as one of the main um, romantic interests. Um, Jessica Stroop mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, as Claire. So you guys said an nine hundred two and I was like, oh, I did watch that. But Iron Fist was what I definitely recognized her from more recently. in the okay. first season of Iron Fist um, on Netflix. Um
1: Oh, is that the, that's
0: a Marvel one? Yeah. Oh, he, the, you
1: mean the only season? No, they did two. Of Iron Fist?
0: Yeah. Every show got two. Uh, but she's... Where like, have I been? She's the main female lead.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah, she's silver on IO210.
0: Yeah, um, so she's in it. Dana Davis is Lisa Hines. That's the best friend character. Um, she went on to be, she's done a lot of TV work. She was on the 10 Things TV show, which is crazy, because she was on the 10 Things TV show, which was at least six years after this, and she was still playing a high school
1: character in it. That's right. Uh, it's like Maya from Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but she does a ton of voice acting now. So she was in the new she cartoon on Netflix. She's done Star Wars for the Forces of Evil, so she has a pretty good gig in voice acting. Dana Davis.
1: Great actor name.
0: Yeah, right? That alliteration. Yeah. Um, Collins Penny as Ronnie, that's the boyfriend. He didn't do a whole lot. He was in the Fame movie that they did in, like, Around This Time too. the movie Half Nelson with Ryan Gosling. Uh, the biggest shock for us was Idris fucking Elvis in this movie yeah. like, as the detective. It's Detective
1: One. Like, Thor movies. <laughs>
0: yeah, I put, I just put Thor movies, but he's in The Loser, Star Trek, The, the Office, uh, Luther. Like, he's fucking huge. He's, he's Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah. They were, they're considering to play Bond. Like, yeah, it, it was weird to see him in he's this. He's
1: like... The big name black actor, yeah, like, for pretty sure. much,
0: and like he's easily the biggest person in here, which is funny because like at the time he definitely was not. No, Brittany Snow was probably the draw for this. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jonathan Shock uh, is Richard Fenton, who's our killer. Um, he was he's done TV Starcross that show he was in. Oh, that show I loved. Yeah, and then he was also in Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. so he's a CW actor now apparently.
1: Hey, once you get on a CW, they'll just keep putting you. That's in true. There. I mean, they're good to look yeah.
0: at. I mean, or even like. Like, Lucy uh, Hale keeps getting in with CW just from being for being freeform. She's has yeah. been given, like, she's
1: just. They're just like, oh, this show didn't work out. Here's another one.
0: Yeah, exactly. That one doesn't work out. We'll give you another one. Um, and I even. Lyndon Ashby is in this as the uncle. He went on to be in Teen Wolf. He was in the Mortal Kombat movies. James Ransoen plays the detective in this. He went on to be in Sinister. He's going to be in the new It movie. It's just full of. from Nick Tuck, who
1: has a really weird name. Yeah. That what we was can't name? remember. Yeah.
0: Um, she, was, she plays the aunt in this movie. So it's just, like, literally full of, like,. A ton of people you will recognize um, from like the aughts. Yeah. So if you grew up in that era at all, you'll
1: totally recognize these people. Like us. That's yeah. where We're like geeking out, like it's got this person, this person. And you guys are all probably listening, like, who the fuck are any of these people? I know.
0: Like, if you guys are like, any of you are in like early 20s, you're like, what the fuck it's is this Because like Brennan will like yeah. talk
1: about things and he's like, no, I don't oh, know.
0: I just forget how young Brennan is. He's yeah. super
1: young and like, Is super knowledgeable about, like, horror and slashers in particular, but we'll talk about, like, other pop culture stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm like, wait, how old are you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, It is hardcore teen stream. Like, through and through, just a teen stream. Yeah. Uh,
1: Holiday Holiday, themes. Because prom prom as a holiday, I mean, it's kind of an American holiday. Apparently, it's supposed to be one of the best days of your life. I had fun at my prom. I mean, I went with one of my best friends. Still one of my best friends. But definitely wasn't, like... I, I was just saying I'm like God my memory is so bad like I was asking Ryan I'm like did I even dance like at my prom like really like I can't really remember I remember I know I danced going because I went
0: with my girlfriend at the time do not remember anything from prom
1: I don't remember where we went to dinner which is usually the best part about going to dances oh, I, went,
0: I went to North Street Cafe, or
1: um, oh I think um, we went to, to Walters
0: I went to oh I think you guys did yeah I went to Perkins yeah? I don't
1: know State, North State Street North State yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anyhow no. Yeah, I don't know if you like,
0: I. This prom is bougie as fuck. This
1: prom is hella bougie, and it's like s- our prom was in our gym. Chicago? And I feel like Chicago? that's normal.
0: Um. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Like that. No, you're, that I like thought that too. Everyone at SAC
0: goes somewhere. It's like, yeah. oh, our prom was here. Our prom was here. I was like, what the fuck? Wasn't but there gym. was nowhere in Ukiah. Where are you gonna go? Like, the Elk Lodge. Like, you know, where are you renting out? That's big enough for like. The fairgrounds. Yeah, that would be it. Which was Jared's School, so which no, was Kenji the there, yeah.
1: Which is still a gym.
0: Yeah, it was just a gym, so no. Interesting. Um, our killer is Mr. Fenton. He is super there is like he is a teacher who
1: became obsessed There's with No student. backstory but on none. him whatsoever. Why he's obsessed, what their relationship is. It's like like a two second mention like oh, yeah, that's the guy who came and killed my family was my teacher, and he was obsessed with me. And there's, like,
0: one picture of him in a lab coat, like, leering at her, which is also really weird that picture exists. (laughs) (laughs)
1: who took that picture yeah exactly
0: but um were they
1: suspicious then yeah behavior
0: so yeah that's our killer yeah they
1: don't allude that this was ever anything like reciprocated from her it's not like they had like a creepy it's not like she had yeah an affair that would
0: be more understandable like like they had this thing that they should have done he becomes obsessive it's literally he just like became obsessed with her he's
1: just like i have to. like
0: when the movie starts he's in her house right and like he has already murdered her brother and her father and he's like murdering the mom but the way he talks about her you think he's like the dad because yeah. he's like where is she where tell me where she is like she you belongs know where to she me. Is. Yeah, yeah she's
1: mine yeah
0: and i was like is he her actual dad I'm yeah like, even that would have made more sense than this but it's like oh no just a guy
1: just a teacher like a hot teacher
0: they also like never really explain like what happened like did he stab her and she got away was did the police show up like every time they just have the dream she has the dream and like she just re- relives up. it but she wakes up when she runs into him
1: yeah so yeah you're you're left to assume that because sh- you hear sirens yeah right
0: no she, the cop or, car passes by oh the
1: cop and car she turns around by. He's there and that's so we're left up. to assume that really what happens is the cop stops that's why they're on their way yeah i guess so I mean, yeah that would make the most sense yeah, sure but I really well i don't know we're it. making it up
0: um the iconic weapon i mean he does use one weapon the whole time it's, it's a nice. knife i looked it up it's called a cold seal um it a cold steel. Cold steel. Mm. Um, it is used um, mostly in special ops. So, it, I, I found I found it, weirdly enough a forum that is just dedicated to calling out what knives and movies are. That is cool. Yep, you should bookmark that. Yeah, I will. I'll be interested in
1: that. Um, the but also, count. if it's like a special ops thing, like maybe that's. Would, that would have been some interesting backstory. Maybe that's what he did before he became a killer.
0: Yeah, or a teacher. <laughs> or a teacher. <laughs> I mean, he's a science teacher, He could have, like, done stuff in the army. Like, any sort of anything would have been helpful. Um, the oh. kill count is fucking huge.
1: Dude, this guy Three. does not... So this movie is slow in the bad way, where it's not like we're building tension, where we're just feel like, wow, I've been watching this movie for a really long time. He's, I swear to God, he kills somebody every five minutes. Wow. Well, Every 10. He he
0: kills 13 people. That's yeah. a huge kill count for a slasher movie.
1: So in, let's see, it's 90 minutes, I'm assuming, yeah. about...
0: Yeah. Um. No, that's crazy.
1: Every seven minutes, he kills somebody.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, if some of were them... To are you break
1: it up over the whole film. Well, of course, there's some that are right back-to-back, back, but...
0: yeah um, that
1: might be our one of our besides the new halloween mm -hmm. that's got to be like one of our highest kill counts but
0: a lot aren't seen a lot are stacked on top of each other like and that's where that's where i was saying like the rating really hinders this movie because the the actual act of violence is very violent like i won't give it up to what's his name uh jonathan shake like he does that well. Like, he is very violent. Like, it feels guttural. It feels real. It's very, like, cold. Very cold. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very cold. Um, and, and just like, you know, like, everyone he stabs is like, nine times. Like, he's like, brutal as shit. But like, There's no blood ever. There's always like a little blood stain on their shirt. Also, for some reason they're obsessed with the blood out of the side of the mouth with all these. Yeah,
1: what yeah, there's another movie that we've covered where they like do that too and I'm like, does that mean they're dead? Yeah, I don't
0: get it. I was like, Oh, like you bleed from your mouth when you're dead, I guess. I don't really
1: know. So something that I mean I think is important to announce before this is that Ryan and I have no issue with ratings. I oh, do not no, think no, no, that no, 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 a PG-13 no. yeah. movie or a PG-13 slasher means it's going to be love bad. Yeah, yeah. Happy Death Day. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't th- I think if it's a good movie, it can be a good movie, mm-hmm. and the rating will decide that.
0: One of my favorite horror movies of all time is The Ring, which is PG-13. Yeah. Um, yeah. and and so, also think that's
1: one of the fucking scariest movies ever, so ratings don't fucking matter. Yeah, but, but you could
0: tell it hurt this.
1: You could tell that this movie was written to... Mm-hmm. To really needed to be gory, yeah, and it, it's not. It's it's just and they really, probably had to fight for a PG thirteen oh, yeah. because of mm-hmm. how like visceral it was, and I think that's why there's no blood. It's there's just really nothing else. There's none. There's no there's like none. little.
0: Th- the the biggest is when he kills Lisa. There's like the blood splatters yeah. a little bit, but even, it's obscured because it's yeah. against a plastic sheet. Yeah. So like every time you like he's literally. Stabbing over and over and over again and it shows up and there's like little like little bloody spots on their shirts Mm -hmm. but like it's crazy how little like I mean he's it
1: feels it feels weird it's off-putting it feels off-putting it feels like it's not like I'm like oh my god the movie's worthless because I didn't see any blood spilling out no it's because it it feels like something's wrong yeah because nobody's
0: bleeding when he murders what's-her-face um Claire in the bathroom and then her boyfriend goes in later. I'm like, how is there not blood all over that bathroom? Because he eviscerated her. Like, yeah. I don't understand. He cleaned up that the whole bathroom that fast. And yeah. he, there's even a scene where he cleans his knife off. Mm-hmm. And it's covered in blood. But there's no blood in this movie. It's it's very weird. Um. So our intro scene is like our intro to the movie. It ends up being a flashback. But our main character, what's her name? Donna. We were yeah. just saying how no one's named Donna anymore. Um,
1: no. How If you know a Donna, how old are they? Yeah. No fucking... So Donna would now be 28? She'd be my age. Do you know any Donnas? Do you know any 28-year-old Donnas? No, you do not. No. It was very... That was another thing that was off-putting. I'm like, yeah. your name no, doesn't
0: it, exist. Yeah, it was a 90s name. Yeah. Like, earlier than us, even. That was, like, 90210 era. Like, that's when it got big. Like,
1: you were a teenager in the 80s.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, so she comes home, and she is like, hello, hello, you know, like, doing the whole thing. And her dad is dead. We see him; she doesn't. Um, but he's dead by the couch. He's been. St- everyone's been stabbed. I'll just put that out there. Everyone's been stabbed. Um, so her dad is dead. She walks into her brother's room um, and realizes that he is also dead which I was like actually pretty I was like damn they went like he's like an 8 year old kid he's he's just dead Um, and then she hears like you know a kerfuffle and she hides under the bed and sees her mom murdered right in front of her and then she wakes up and we find out that it's been 3 years now um, and she it's like the, the week of her prom she's at her therapist she lives with her aunt and uncle um, this guy's been locked up for a long time, but this is a family tragedy that occurred to her. Um, so she, you know, she's on pills, anxiety medication for it. Um, that's our establishing everything. Um, so we know that like this guy was obsessed with her, but he's gone and she's going to prom now. And she's like trying to, she's still having this recurring nightmare, but she's like trying to move on. And she's like in a very good relationship with her boyfriend. She has like really good friends and they're just going to have like, the best night of their life, which they try to shoehorn in a couple times, like her being like, this is it. this is, And, like, if I just felt like, I was like, this is so weird that, you, like, you're really pushing that. Because there's parts where that's not the theme at all. Like, that's not what's happening. And well, that also
1: it's weird, like, because when, like, the climax happens and... Well, not the climax, but when it's a build-up and the uncle is being notified that the killer's been released he doesn't want to take her out of prom because it's supposed to be such an important night for her and it's like um no yeah no you're coming home this isn't one this isn't her wedding night yeah exactly it's prom you know it's prom
0: yeah we're leaving town oh it would
1: embarrass her um and we don't even know if he's coming after it's like he escaped and he's not going to come after the person that he is- went to prison for? Yeah, mm. no. you know how he escaped mm. prison?
0: He murdered his roommate, or his cellmate? I guess it's not prison, he's a mental facility because he got off with a plea bargain for insanity. That's like one of the exposition things we get when Idris Elba is talking to James Ransone. Um, and then just got out through a shaft in the ceiling. Which, that's how he gets out of the hotel later. They should have made that connection like right away instead of Idris Elba having to notice that blood was coming from the vent. And it's
1: like, oh wait, there's a body up there.
0: So, yeah, he has killed this inmate. Um, so, they all check into the hotel. They're going to stay the night at the hotel. It's a, it's, there's three guys, three girls. Um, they're all best friends, and they're all, like... They're all in various stages of their relationship, essentially. Like... Like, um fight,
1: like one that's going to break up, yeah. one that's really happy, and one that's going to get married.
0: Yeah, so like Dawn and Bobby are like the happy couple, like the like high school, like they're both attractive, they're both popular, and then we have Lisa who's running for ha- uh, home or prom queen with Ronnie, and like he's going to propose, and then we have Claire and Michael who basically like, it's not going to work, and they're fighting the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but they've rented this baller-ass suite, where did we, it's in Portland? Portland. It's in Portland, that's where it is. They've rented this, like, baller-ass suite. They're gonna stay the night there, and we find out that, so, Mr. Fenton has also, um, rented a suite there. uh, Oh, the the same floor. floor, Because he overhears them saying what they're gonna... A lot of this is, like, coincidences. Um, so, he, like, he murders the maid, uh, as she's coming to the hotel room, like, he... Because he
1: gets the master key from her. He
0: wants the master key, um, and then with that, he murders Claire. She's the first one to go up after she has a fight, um... There there was, like, this weird obsession with the closet in that hotel. Yeah. Um, So many shots. There's a lot
1: of, like, mirrors that are on, like, doors and, like, medicine cabinets where they fuck with that scene, like, way too many times where it's, like, there's a mirror. And they open it. And then you know that when they close it, he's going to be there. And they use that, like, a couple times as a scare, like, as a jump scare. And I was just thinking, as you are describing, like, he killed the maid to get the master key. So this is one of those movies where... The explanation ruins it. Yep. So, sometimes in films, like, when you're left going, like, how the fuck did the killer just randomly appear? It can be obnoxious because you're like, come on. Like, this is really, like, why are they here? How did they get into the room? You're left, like, questioning things a lot. Um, That can be really annoying. This film does the complete opposite where every single step, like, how he gets, how he knows what floor they're on and how he gets a key to their hotel room is all shown to us and it's mundane it's boring
0: it's boring it wastes time it wastes time
1: they put kills in there but no kills that you have any connection or interest to besides the fact to reestablish this guy's a cold killer which doesn't matter because we saw him brutally kill her mother in front of her and her young brother yeah we don't need to know that he is like a volatile killer we've seen that yeah and there's we don't like, need five minutes later to see him do it to a maid yeah and then
0: the maid so the maid dies and then like not long after so let's see one two um i don't know which one of these characters it is it's i think it's two characters later, he murders the the hotel manager, or one of the clerks, because he goes up to check on the maid, and he's like, oh, she's here in my room, turning down my sheets, and the guy's like, I'm okay, and like goes over, and he kills him, but it's like, dude, we just did this, like, why are you, why why does this scene exist? It's very repetitive. It is. Like, that scene is literally the exact same scene as the maid scene but with a man yeah it's very i, I just don't understand yeah that. i don't understand like i guess blood, it was his so plan to get him the hotel yes. clothes when he leaves the hotel no that's
1: what i'm saying it's like every single they had to make sure that we knew every single step yeah it's like when he escapes later he was wearing those clothes because they find that out because the guy's in the shaft and the ceiling and it's like we're not dumb like you need to explain some things, but we don't need to go through the whole process, and you don't need to show us a kill every time our killer does something. Yeah. It it could just be like Jason just picking up a mask and then putting it on, and then we move on. That's fine. Does Jason kill somebody to then put the mask on? No. No. He just picks <laughs> yeah. up the mask. Yep. This exactly. one's like, well, he should probably kill somebody every time he does something else, right? Right. Right? Yeah. No.
0: It was weird. Um, I can't believe
1: I'm complaining about a kill count, but it slows the movie down. It does. It bogs the movie down. It
0: feels like if, like, uh, it's, it's one of like, my least favorite things is explaining something that I can make the connection myself. I'm like, you don't have to explain that. Just stop. like, skip (laughs) it. Um, so, yeah, he kills Claire. He kills, um, Michael, her boyfriend, when he goes out to check on her, um, he kills the uh, hotel manager when they go when he goes check up on the maid. Um, they I even, find
1: also a lot of excuses for these kids to go back up to their room. So many, and I'm like, you are at prom mm-hmm. dancing. You're not going up to, and they're not drinking. So I was like, I get it if they're like sneaking booze up there or something, or they're fucking or like something, but. No, it's just like oh, I forgot my shawl or I need some my doll. Like the weirdest excuses yeah. to go back up to the room to get killed.
0: Yeah, or like the whole reason, like Lisa is—I mean, she goes back up and she so she starts getting chased. I think she actually finds Claire. No, she doesn't. It's not until- there.
1: She's up there with her boyfriend because they already oh, have like right. a quickie. Before so Lisa and-
0: is the one who realizes he's the killer because yeah. they bump into him on the elevator. Yeah, um, and she. He was her teacher as well. They're literally about to have a quickie when she realizes it. So she goes to tell, um, Donna, Donna. Uh, and, like, the, ki- like, our killer stalks her to, like, this room, this floor that happens to be under renovation. Which
1: they explained earlier in the film. Right. Like, oh, yeah, we can't put you on that floor because it's under construction. And I'm like, well, we're gonna be in that room at yep. some point tonight. Okay.
0: Just so you know, in case you're wondering, <laughs> this is why. Yeah. Um, it's like they, they these guys are doing the thing like because wh- I know people I do know a few people who are like want that they want everything explained to them they're like but how did that happen I'm like just make the jump yourself yeah like you don't need it but like so this might appeal I would love to watch this movie with those people and be like what do you think because yeah. maybe they're like fuck I loved it they explained every they single thing yeah they spelled it all out I didn't have to think for myself at all I didn't have to make any logical jumps and conclusions um yeah. So Lisa's being chased down.
1: Because guess what? Back to the construction thing. You can simply do that with a sign. They they could be at the front desk, and there could be a sign while they're checking out that is readable that says, Sorry for the inconvenience. Our fourth floor is under construction. Guess what? That's all you need. It does not have to be explained verbally by a character. Oh, that's a connection that you could have made you could have just gone up the elevator and there could have been a little like no on floor 4 or whatever it is like there's so many other ways to do it that don't like demean the audience yep
0: uh you so know? Lisa is killed um and then by this point they have evacuated every front everyone from the hotel um Brittany Snow's character Donna went back because we, her mother's sash was left in the hotel room, which again, this is one of the things we're like, why are you making this stupid decision? Because we're like, you could go back later. Like, yeah. they're not the hotel's not on fire; it's not yeah. burning down. Like,
1: they're just evacuating. They're just
0: evacuating. Like, go back. And afterwards. she's like,
1: doesn't go with anybody super casual. Like, oh, I for like no worry in her mind. She's like, oh, I forgot my mother's shawl. I'm gonna go get it.
0: Oh, Yeah, she tells Kellan's character, uh, another name we forgot to mention, um, to tell her boyfriend, hey, I went back up to the room.
1: Yeah. That's it like and then they're all looking for her because the whole reason they evacuated was for her safety it's like, Donna, John, And he's like, oh, yeah, she went up to the room.
0: So she finally runs into Mr. Fenton. And, like, she basically finds all her friends dead in the hotel room as she's, like, trying to escape from him. She's, like, running back and forth between this one suite. This is probably the most effective scene in the movie. Like, part of the movie is, like...
1: Besides Lisa's kill.
0: Yeah. Is, like, using that room effectively. Like, the suite was really big. And, like, having her, like, go between doors and she's everything. hiding under yeah, the hiding bed. under the it. bed. Um, but also, she breathes really fucking loud under the bed. And it was and- driving me goddamn crazy. And um, she does make stupid decisions oh, even while yeah. you're in there. Yeah. So
1: it would get to the point where we were literally doing the, like, Hollywood stereotype where you were yelling at the TV going, like, move. Yeah, He's in the other room. You can literally you see him, him in You can literally the see The door is open. You can you leave. You run. You just get out. Like, what are you doing? So then eventually when she does get out, you don't even feel happy about it because you're so annoyed it took mm. her that long to do it. And then she runs out and immediately runs into Idris Elba and, like, the other detective. Yeah. And And you're just like, oh, okay, she's safe. Yep. And then you're like, well, something's fishy. They search the whole rooms. And it's one of those weird films where, like, we do have some, like, like Scream 3, for example. We have, you know, Patrick Dempsey's cop character who plays, like, a pretty strong role in, like, the development and figuring things out. It's not super... I mean, I guess we also have that in Halloween. Um, more so with Loomis than, like, an actual cop. But we do have, like, an outside, like, authority source yeah. playing a large role. But this almost feels like it switches every time it's, like, focused on Idris Elba. Like, and, like, the detectives. Like, as soon as she gets... Like finds them and they start looking. It stops feeling like a horror movie. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, the movie like comes to a complete halt again. It turns all tension up, that yeah. we just had from their cat mouse like chase. Calm. Then he's not a rom com,
0: but a teen like drama.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like a comedy, but no, no. it feels like more like a thriller. But not even like the, the, all tension disappears and they're like, all right, we got to search for him and like she's out there like crying with her boyfriend and then it's just this like them looking for him. And it's like, Okay, this is boring.
0: Yeah. No and and like the cops make done this why would they not go to prom immediately and take her out of it?
1: Oh, the cops make so many dumb decisions. Why
0: would they take her back to her house when you yeah. know the killer has escaped the hotel? Yeah. And like,
1: knows where she lives. Yeah,
0: like there's so many things that we're like, why? Why are they doing this? Yeah. Why are they doing this? this why are they make doing this? Sense. So she get back to that she gets back to the house. There's like two cops stationed three, I think. Two no yeah, two three. Three cops stationed outside the house. Her aunt and uncle are in there, her boyfriend's staying the night. She has a dream, like a nightmare sequence, where she wakes up, goes in the bathroom, shuts the mirror, mirrors again, jump scare, he's behind her, wakes up. Um, at this point, Idris Elba has realized, oh shit, he's not in this hotel. He's headed back to her house, so he calls James Ransone's character, and he's like, "You need to get up and check on her. I've been trying to call the house, no one's answering." And James Ransone realizes it's because they've cut, like, the killer has cut the the phone, um, mm-hmm. the power line for the phone. Uh, Idris Elba sits there, finds his police Everybody officers kills. all dead um so the aunt and uncle are still alive Brittany snow has realized her boyfriend is also dead he was murdered literally in bed next to her or while she was in the bathroom one of the two it's not doesn't really say
1: yeah we're not sure if it's why she was asleep and he was murdered the timeline doesn't with, make a lot of sense yeah we couldn't really figure that out it seems like a little wonky but it's whatever yeah um, so he, he was also just important.
0: stabbed randomly in the neck and like didn't bleed out everywhere that's how he died though and again the trickle of blood from the Mm -hmm.
1: corner because that's how you show you're dead when you can't show blood i guess yeah
0: um she realizes someone's coming up the stairs and thinks it's uh mr fenton so she goes to hide in her closet and mr fenton is in there Mm -hmm. um and so idris elba comes in um Like is distracted because the aunt and uncle find
1: one of the dead officers. And they start screaming and so they leave her in the closet with Mr. Fenton and then he starts whispering sweet nothings into her ear. We have
0: our climax uh, where it's like she's fighting him off and then like even your, your husband who does not watch as much as we do like does not watch a lot of horror movies does not watch a lot of slashers he's he's about to kill her instead of her grabbing his weapon and killing him or fighting back and getting redemption he is shot seven times by the police officer and that's how the movie ends and yeah. her literally crying over her dead boyfriend's body and Ben just goes what the fuck he was like why would they not give her the opportunity yeah. to kill him yeah. like why she why didn't no her boyfriend
1: art. get to fight yeah
0: yeah there was they no, got nothing. There was no redemption he died no, in his sleep yeah
1: and she got no glorification whatsoever
0: yeah she is, no, she is a final girl very much like our final girl from Bloody, what is that movie called? Mary
1: Bloody Night.
0: Bloody Mary. Bloody Marys. No, it's called... Blood Blood Night. Blood Night. Very much like Blood Night, she, I mean, at least she is, Dawn is a central character from the beginning of the movie, but she is a a final girl in the sense of... She's the last last one one to survive. Yeah. Because she doesn't do anything. The
1: only thing that makes her more of a final girl than whatever that chick from Blood Night is that the killer is after her specifically. Specifically, yeah. And is stalking her. Yeah. Otherwise, she's could have been anybody there was no story arc of champion for her whatsoever there was no even her getting to they like teased us a little bit with her being able to overcome like the tragedy like by being happy like with her boyfriend and she was talking about how like they were gonna have to do long distance and she's like no i'm just gonna go to the same college as you because like we're happy and we shouldn't like ruin that and he's like no I'm not gonna do that for you like you're just gonna get your life together so you're kind of like oh okay like you no know, you're trying to care about these characters and then it's just like cool nothing here's the cop
0: yep um yeah they completely take away any any chance for you to even care about this character and it's such and a they do that simple through the whole movie. they do
1: that through yeah. the whole thing where you you just end up frustrated with her instead of rooting for her and
0: mm-hmm. She also just, like, she never fights for herself. It's all running. Like, bad decisions. Like you said, it's like we turned into the cliché of, like, why are you doing this?
1: And she also, I mean, she's not even really being stalked all that much.
0: It's mm-hmm. it's, it's ten minutes in the movie, realistically. Because
1: we have our killer who's literally, like, has this elaborate scheme.
0: Who to, also like, just loves to murder people. Who
1: just loves to murder people. But he has this elaborate scheme to get into her hotel room and feels like he needs to literally kill off any person who interacts with him until she gets up to the hotel room. Yeah. It's weird. It's so he's, It's also weird because
0: he's not like luring people up. They just happen to come yes. up for like really contrived reasons. Yeah.
1: And then he kills them. And so we don't even really get like, like in Halloween, which I feel like this movie is trying to set up with that sort of same thing where it's like, you have this guy who's just obsessed with one girl and is killing people who get in their way. But in Halloween, we have Michael who's really just after Lori and stalking her the entire movie. Uh-huh. And when somebody gets in his way, he kills them. Right. But he's not like, have he doesn't have this plan like Fenton well,
0: does. He's also not just like hoping people come to him. <laughs> right. <laughs> um,. What is your favorite kill in the movie?
1: I mean, definitely Lisa's kill. Yeah,
0: me, me too. Because yeah. that
1: is the only kill that we get like true suspense and, and, like, and, and, and cat and mouse. Yeah. And, you know, she gets like, she finds out who he is, um, like why she's with her boyfriend. So she has that fear. She's running. She tries to get away. They're in a different room. She does a lot of hiding. Sure, she's really fucking loud and obnoxious about it. But, you know, and she's hobbling around on her heels. The first thing I said, was like, if I was in that situation, you throw off your heels. And honestly, it probably would have taken off my dress. Yeah. Like, I would have been way, felt way more comfortable in my underwear and bra, like, running. And she's in a floor-length dress that does get caught later, which you know it's going to get caught if you are a female who's ever worn a floor-length dress. Or a man no judgment wear whatever you want so if you're anybody who's worn a floor length dress uh that's just gonna get caught um when you're running through a construction site but that does give us like the most like cat and mouse and interesting kill because the kills aren't interesting it's just stab 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 they're brutal they're They're violent but they're not interesting nice because it really makes you be like well fuck this guy is like creepy um
0: he does a good job of being creepy
1: and he is creepy yeah for being like a very attractive guy yeah. he's hella creepy yeah uh
0: um, it's hard to
1: make a young attractive guy like
0: he's good with the dead stare like he was good at that yeah. um no that's my favorite too it's like you said it's the only one that like fall like kind of falls in line with like normal slasher stuff it's like it's impactful it's um, like we get a little bit of blood which isn't necessary, but like with every, with how violent this guy is being, like it's expected. It felt weird when it wasn't happening. Um so I, I agree. Two in a row, that we agree. Uh position in the horror landscape, shuffled over remake. That's what I'll call it.
1: Yeah.
0: It doesn't get talked like it when I mean when you you remakes
1: get, get talked about a lot a lot.
0: Especially slash remakes. Like you always Friday and uh, my bloody Valentine, um, and even like movies like The Crazies, like they get brought up a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: this does not. People very uh-huh. it's very forgettable.
1: Evil Dead gets brought up all the time. Oh, yeah, my, yeah.
0: but nobody talks about prom night. Nope. Um so Everybody
1: yeah. talks about the original prom night.
0: Yes. Um all which the time. I don't really know why either, but that's for That's another podcast yeah. episode. So we have to rank it or we choose to rank it. That's what we do. We have to. Yeah. Keepscreaming.com slash the dash list. We rank every movie that we watch um, on our on our list. Um, so if you listen to the last episode You will find out that uh, the last movie we watched Cold Prey landed at number 20 Number one is still 1981 It's My Bloody Valentine uh, Which has been there for over a year now And then our last on uh, the, the list uh, Is April Fool's Day with Girls Night Out Right above it I'm looking right around that range for this Yeah I think whew, This might be Barely better than Blood Knight <laughs>
1: Yeah Blood Knight's bad and this movie is also do you know what it's i really dislike blood night for a variety of reasons i think it's really exploitative i think it's poorly executed um but it had like some minor redeemable things and it worked okay as a slasher, which is why it's 31. It worked yeah. okay as a slasher. Um, the part that's so infuriating about this film is it had the potential to be hella good. It had the ingredients. It had the ingredients, and it just really, really failed to turn into anything. Yep. But frustration. Yep. And it doesn't... Like, when you're like looking at the formula of a slasher... You know, we get our tragedy that happens. We get our flash forward. Like, that's, you know, our iconic start off that almost every single slasher has. Um, And then as we're working through our 14 kills, there's nothing else slasher-esque besides the fact that he's slashing people. Mm -hmm. That happens. I mean, there's not even, like, the stalk and prey of the final girl besides the fact that he's still at the prom. Yeah. And you know that's why we get he's there. Or
0: stalk and prey. I mean that final scene. Yes. That's it though. But like she gets as much as Lisa. Yeah. Like realistically they get amount the same amount of screen time as like yeah. the, the cat and mouse game. Um yeah, so I mean I put it below Slaughter High or above Blood Knight. That's where yeah. i am looking.
1: I think that's a fair spot. All right. So prom night two thousand eight is after Slaughter High and before Blood Knight Legend of Mary Hatchet. Our
0: new number thirty one so by the time you hear this B might have had a baby we I don't know we will let you know on the interwebs yeah uh, announcement of, and we'll figure things baby. out from there uh, we might do like a like a fill-in episode Brennan talked about uh, oh on Wrestlemania right now Finn Beller just came in as the demon and he's like really high in there it's really cool um he's one of my favorite wrestlers anyways i
1: or something yes I was
0: uh ooh and he nerd. hasn't he hasn't been the demon in a really long time nerd. So not, I am a nerd and anyways um Brandon talked about like doing an episode that wasn't slashers because he's like I don't want to rank an episode because that's you and B's job and and, but so that might be well. And the last time
1: he participated in a slasher was that. So was girls' night out. Yeah,
0: I told him I was like I don't think you have to worry about it because it'd probably be pretty (laughs) long. But but I agree. Like, so we might do something. We we don't know. Everything it depends on B's health and do two more. I you might
1: not be gone at all. Yeah, you might not be gone
0: at all, or like we might try to get another episode in before. Like, who knows. So, we will let you know, though, as as we know. updated. So So we know you care. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. Thanks for caring. You guys are all great. We love... When you reach out to us, please reach out to us. And uh, we'll probably be taking suggestions soon-ish. I think we're really close to breaking into some sort of franchise at this point.
1: Yeah, we're just deciding which one. But we're we're doing, I promise you, this, in season two... And year two for us, we are doing one of the big franchises. Yes. We are doing it. We just have to decide which one.
0: I can also promise you it won't be Halloween or Scream. Correct. there you go.
1: So, oh, I don't like this. Why? Look how many abs he has. Guys, there's a guy in his underwear. (laughs) He's not in his underwear. And on the TV. He has awesome paint on. Look how many
0: abs he has. Guys, look up Finn Balor. I'm
1: distracted by, like, his bulging junk oh. and his leather onesie.
0: He's Irish. It's great. I love him. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways. Guys, wrestling's
0: weird. Wrestling is weird. But, you know, so, so are slasher movies to some people, so. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. This is much weirder. Yeah, no, definitely. This is never slasher, I won't deny like, that at all, yeah. I don't know about that. Like, I feel like I can defend Slashers pretty well. What I'm seeing on the TV right now is a little insane.
0: Yeah, it's true. Finn's one of the weird ones, but that's why I love him. All right. Uh, we'll be back in two, we- uh, two weeks to keep things weird with you guys. And until then, keep screaming.